Listening to the Coffee Hour, I'm Andy Bates. I'm Sarah Golseth. Today we get to head across the ocean and talk with some of our friends serving the Lord in Eastern and Southern Africa. Really excited to do that. I love that we can talk with so many of our missionary friends who are serving around the world. So excited to do that today. Thanks to Concordia University, Wisconsin for supporting the Coffee Hour. Find out more about Concordia University, Wisconsin at cuw.edu. Live Uncommon. Joining us today is Shara and Michael Osiro, the Serve the Lord in Eastern and Southern Africa, based in Kenya. Shara, Michael, thank you so much for being our guest today. Thank you. Thank you for having us. Shara, tell us about the work that you've been given to do in Eastern and Southern Africa. Well, um, I wear kind of two hats a little bit. Um, my main role is regional communication specialist for the whole Africa region. So I get to tell the stories of how God is working through our missionaries and partner churches in the region. And my second hat I wear as area deputy. So I work very closely with Reverend Trump, our area director um, in Eastern and Southern Africa. What do you get to do usually on a, on a day-to-day basis? What does that actually look like uh, as, as boots on the ground in, in those regions? Uh, who do you get to interact with? What do you get to do? Um, that varies. Um, (laughs) sometimes I'm in the office, um, and I'm editing photos or working on an article, um, and doing those types of things when I'm in the office. If not, I can be, um, at a conference, um, in another country. Um, sometimes I travel with our, um, volunteer coordinator or our education consultant to events. So I cover a lot of the stories, take photos and videos and things like that. So I can be in the field um, at an event, taking photos. Um, I still help with the Mercy Medical team. So I can also be um, serving on one of those, um, just actively involved in in the pharmacy or or some other area of the Mercy Medical team. But mostly um, I go to take photos um, and videos, um, do interviews and cover the events. Absolutely. That's really important work to share the stories of what's actually happening so that we can see uh, what's going on and and how God's word is being shared with all of the people in Eastern and Southern Africa. How has the pandemic affected the area around where you are in Kenya? Um, You know, I'll I'll give that to Michael. Michael is Kenyan, so this is his home. So he can (laughs) talk a bit more about how the community or the local area has been affected. And so uh, things have really changed uh, in these parts of the world, whereby, uh, you know, in Africa, we are used to being together. I mean, Africa, uh, being uh, in one community where we talk to one another, we shake, uh, shake each other's hands and we, you know, but uh, right now, movements are even restricted. And uh, it, it becomes uh, like Nairobi, where we stay, is kind of uh, uh, under partial lockdown. And uh, they, uh, from uh, seven, seven in the evening to five in the morning, we have to be in and, and uh, uh, there's certain areas that are under total lockdowns. So the whole situation is just very, very restrictive in nature. Hmm. 
So curfew and stay-at-home orders or lockdowns. How is this? Is this something that uh, local Kenyans have experience with, or is this a totally new experience for people in this community? You know, for the for the older generation, uh, once upon a time there was a some kind of a curfew uh, and a lockdown. But for the younger generation, this is something totally very very new. I mean, we are experiencing this for the first time, and it it's uh it's it's different it's a very very different way of life hmm. how is how do you see um in spite of the pandemic how do you see the the word of god still being shared in your community um uh, both of you can can address that if you you know mm-hmm. each one to take an opportunity to share about that yeah for uh Kenyans have embraced uh it very very well, and uh, we still get an opportunity to 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 share the word of God. I mean, uh, some of us who are able to do it online. I mean, we have churches that are uh, doing the services online, and uh, to some extent, even in communities in the rural that are uh, challenged uh, getting the internet, there's still a lot of uh, radio uh, or, or transmission. So we are uh, still able to. To spread the word of God, we are still able to share the word of God, and it's uh, all very, very uh, interesting scenario. And uh, I think uh, it uh, was also a clear chart of of, of the future uh, in uh, life after this pandemic. So, mm-hmm. how has the work of the local church been affected? There, you mentioned online services. What are some of the other uh, things that the local church has been able to do? Um, particularly one of our big programs, um, Project 24, that's our um, uh, child boarding facility program. Um, when all of the, the school closures and boarding facilities closures happened, I think that was probably around the 15th of March, um, all the children had to return home from their boarding schools um, or, or facilities like that. So all of the children in the Project 24 boarding facilities um, we have seven um, that are actively um, open and all of the children had to return home to their extended families. So um, into the rural areas. Um, and so there was some concern about, um, you know, just continuing to care for the children, um, making sure that they had, you know, food and that they were staying healthy. So um, with our partner church here in Kenya, the Evangelical Lutheran Church in Kenya, um, the pastors and the deaconesses, um, the leaders of the church, um, in conjunction with the site managers and all of the ones that care for the children at the boarding facilities, did home visits, and they've been doing um, food distribution to all of the kids to make sure that they're okay, they can be able to see what's going on with the kids, and to make sure that they're you know, having enough food um, to be healthy. Because food, food shortage is, is a problem because of the restricted movements, and because people are trying to get used to social distancing. So there, there, there has been some food shortage across the country. How have you, have you been able to, to still work with the community or, or partner with people um, to do any of the work that, that you had been doing or, or how does that look different for you now? Uh, Most of our uh, partner churches here in Eastern and Southern Africa. So um, we keep in contact by, by email, WhatsApp or things like that. And each country has um, varying degrees of restrictions. 
Um, but the churches are are active um, through LCMS grants. We're trying to support them um, with funding to do more radio broadcasts. Not every church body is able to do that, but um, hopefully soon um, that will happen. Um, and just an hour of radio broadcast allows a pastor to to reach um, many, especially in the rural areas, because radios are, are still um, used. Um, some churches are doing food distribution um, within their communities um, as they're able to. Some are doing um, education on, on COVID-19 and prevention. Some are doing um, hand washing stations and things like that. So um, that's how we're still able to work. We physically can't uh, be there with them, but um, again, through emails, through through um, platforms like WhatsApp or Facebook, Messenger, things like that, phone calls, we can still communicate and we can still support through grants and things like that. You mentioned radio broadcasts and reaching the rural communities. Are there language differences that need to be taken into consideration um, in a time like this in, in terms of trying to reach those communities, those rural communities? So, um, for instance, um, in Uganda, um, the Lutheran Church of Uganda, they've um, been the first ones to do that. So um, they're in um, the Kampala, Jinja area. So there's there's a a broader common language. So the the bishop and the pastors will record in that language. I think some of the other countries that are uh, the partners that are endeavoring to do it will probably try to tap into the radio station that's within, um, you know, their local areas and then be able to use that, that common language within that area. How has a uh, home life, family life for, for both of you changed in the last several weeks? That's uh, interesting because uh, we've, uh, we, we have been uh, traveling a lot uh, at times, uh, we even uh, once upon a time we crisscrossed at the, at the, at the airports, but uh, ever since this uh, pandemic, uh, you know, uh, took uh, effect in these parts of the world, we've uh, we've been spending lots of time home. I mean, we've uh, I always say that that uh, the good good uh, part of this is that I get to spend time with my wife and we share so much and we you know it's it's been a very very healthy and very very good experience for us yeah for me i've been working at home so i'm home um the majority of the time um we are able to get out and do shopping and things like that but um michael his work he worked in information technology so he's part of the essential services so he is able to go out and and go to work so um but again, like you said, we um, because of my work and a lot of travels and, and for him sometimes to um, with, with that kind of uh, restrictive right now, we're having more more time together, mm-hmm. which we are um, enjoying. <laughs> <laughs> How can we pray for you and support you in the days ahead? Um, I think just um, and I'll say I'll just ask to pray for for Kenya. Um, in addition to the the COVID nineteen and the restrictions, um, Kenya has been under severe flooding. Um, a large in many areas of the country, there's been severe flooding. A lot of people have been displaced um, and lives lost. Um, Kenya also has a, a huge swarm of locusts um, that's been across Kenya and, and in other areas of of East Africa. So a lot of crops and agricultural areas have been affected. Um, 
I think pray for our missionaries here in, in, in East Africa. Um, most of our team, um, we are all in our, in our countries of service. So just for, for safety and for protection and, and just for God's peace for us as we uh, continue to do the work that he's put before us. Shara, Michael, thank you so much for your time today and sharing uh, your story of uh, how the Lord has given you to serve and, and the, the people you get to serve with in uh, Eastern and Southern Africa. Thanks for being our guest on the Coffee Hour today. Thank you so much. Thank you. I'm Andy Bates. I'm Sarah Golseth. Bye.